Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm C.G. Erickson. And today we have the phenomenal Jess Grippo returns. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so dramatic. <laughs> I have returned to the podcast. Hello. Well, thanks for coming back on. Uh, this is the first time that you guys kind of get to like me, even though it's, I was going to say like in person, it's the most in person so far. But um, I like this in person because I use my Hollywood lighting and therefore I'm much more impressive over Skype than in, in real life. So I really I really prefer this. The Hollywood light goes a long way, Kate Wolf. It's, it's not true. Like, Jess, he loves self-deprecating humor um, and I can't with it. Like, he wants me to loosen up and be more of a comedian. You know, like, Kate, like, that's called self-deprecating humor. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm on a journey of self-love. You know, like, so he like jokes. He's like, "Ugh!" In person, I'm disgusting. And I'm like, "You're beautiful." And he I don't say disgusting. I, <laughs> I just like to glow like an angel on the podcast. I didn't say I was some ogre in real life, but I'm just saying I'm a little more impressive with the lights and the and the glamour. You know, and that that's all I'm saying, Kate. I want you to know that. Well, you do look fabulous, and. Kate, we do. I love that about your comedy, Kate. Yeah, but you know, we can love ourselves and be funny. Yes, and not have to. Yeah. Yes, because in the Manhattan comedy scene, you see a lot of people where they've made an art format of like shitting on themselves and other people. And um, Jess and I, because we've shared the stage. A good amount of times in Manhattan, we try to bring a whole other healing vibe to our comedy stuff. So, but I'm sure people have like made fun of us behind our backs, but they're <laughs> wrong and they're bullies. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I want to bring up something that I I said to CG that rubbed him the wrong way, but it led to like an amazing, um, it was kind of like a blind spot that got removed from me and then it brought me to talk to you, Jess. So I'll explain what it is. But I made a comment to you, CG, about posture and the way you like broke it down made so much sense because I kind of said the very, in a sense, hack thing to say, which is like stand up straighter essentially. And CG was like, you mind your business about my posture, <laughs> kind of like came at it like that, but then explained what he was talking about in the sense of there's this old school belief of like, sit this way or stand this way, perfectly straight or whatever, instead of organically just being a human and doing what feels right and letting it shift and change. And the reason why I brought that to Jess was because she's a dancer, but growing up when she took the you know, more structured ballet classes and other dance classes, they were telling her to do it a specific way. And then she kind of broke out on her own with her her business and just the way she dances of like, no, I don't have to be in this 
structured way of this is how you dance. I'm going to make it about listening to your body. And they kind of reminded me of each other when I said the posture statement. So I was like, oh yeah, when you tell your body to go into a certain position, it doesn't want to go in. It can be quite damaging. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that from both of you. Yeah. I thought Jess might be a person, like, because she is a dancer, I thought that she might think kind of differently than me. And, 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 cause, cause I mean, I, my grandma always told me a sit up straight. And I thought it was real awkward just to, like, you know, if I have to make myself, like, do this while I'm, while I'm hanging out or whatever. Like, I, I kind of just feel like, like my posture changes depending on what I'm doing and what, like, what I'm delivering and what I'm bringing in a conversation or, or whether I'm out in public, if there are weird people around, if there are cool people around, if they're like, it changed. I feel like it's supposed to kind of change. Like it's, it's like a defense or something, or, or it's like, it's doing something. I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly what it is, but, um, and then I also started to notice when I was coming up, like, professional athletes like some of the best professional athletes like lebron james and like if you look at like football players who are real good like their shoulders were like are like kind of you know forward like they, they do look kind of hunched over you know and that's like the the best athletes in some of the best athletes in the world so then when i so i i started just thinking of it a different way i don't know what's right like not in definite terms but like it just it makes me think i like just like my grandma don't really know like why am i listening to her you know just because she got stuck in my head yeah and i i think my favorite thing of what you just said is that our bodies are supposed to change and they are our bodies are supposed to change and when our minds want them to stay a certain way all the time that's where there's a disconnect and and I think our bodies are actually much smarter than our minds. <laughs> we just are so used to being in control from our heads and thinking that we know best and this is what we should do. And it's like the body, I mean, our bodies store trauma. They they respond to energies around us, in, right, in those different contexts you're talking about. So it's like, yeah, maybe we should actually trust our body. And it's like, huh, if, if I'm like, if I feel like doing this and hunching, maybe I'm like protecting myself. And I need to protect myself right now energetically, or I need to be in tune with some feeling inside me, or I need to get the hell out of there right now because I don't actually want to be there. And my body's telling me that. So straight up, I think like that's I can't explain it that well because I'm a dude. <laughs> but like that's exactly the way I think about it, though. What you just what you just said. But it's harder for me to explain just as a dude who's supposed to. I don't know, not be that sensitive or something. Well, yeah, well, and that's, I mean, you bring up a great point there too, right? Because I think dudes are, are not, and, and even, even non-dudes are like, we don't really grow up, all, most of us, with a language around how to understand our bodies, listen to our bodies. Like, what does that even mean? You know, it's, I mean, it's, I think we're still figuring that out, but like, yeah, I love that. I love that you think that way and that it resonates for you and that because it does, you know, it does show that it's like we're, we're it's more that we're socialized to think that, you know, whether you're a dude or not, again, it's like, 
we're socialized to think that like oh it's not cool or like no like or whatever like i'm just <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing down here matters unless i'm having sex nothing down here matters i'm just you know and then it's like no it does matter and then that was a great explanation of how dudes are supposed to act i love that <laughs> That was, I heard more out of you just making those noises than, than any of the words. No, I heard the words too, but that was great though. That was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, oh man, maybe this has to be the clip I show because <laughs> you just went. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm agreeing with what both of you were saying. I was almost uh, embarrassed for a second when I fell into that like sit up straight, you know, thing. And I think it was good for me because I find myself a very progressive thinker, challenge, you know, the norm. And then I had accidentally, you know, modified my beliefs to that kind of a way of thinking and was like, oh my gosh, I had a Puritan mindset about something that I didn't even realize. So I was happy to have, you know, my mind wrap around it. And I agree, like, our body has so much intelligence. It's the mind-body-spirit connection that I could talk about forever. I mean, it's it's so important, but we're taught to not listen to our bodies and that being sensitive. Well, at least we were taught that it was a weakness. I think things are changing now, but um, I think, yeah, the body knows a lot. It knows beyond what our brains can comprehend. So I think it's great to really fight for ourselves to listen to it, but it's not always that easy. Yeah. Even like taking taking breaks or resting. And I know Jess and I have talked about this, but it's like, CG, you're not much of a take a rest person <laughs> at all. Um, but that's something that like later on in my life, I had to really come to terms with that it's okay to have limitations. And if you need rest, to not beat yourself up. Especially if it's like, when you try to fight against it, your body gives out or whatever, you know, like I've, I've taught that you really have to listen or shit can go really wrong. So I've learned that the hard way. The universe has made me its bitch many times. Mm. It's intense. <laughs> yeah. I'm not listening to my soul. The universe puts me in like a physical or emotional headlock, you know, like, and I used to think it was a curse, but I really do think it's the universe trying to like guide me when I'm going off my path and not realizing it. But it's it's taught me like you have to listen to your soul. You have to listen to your heart. You have to listen to the body and and it affects posture. It's everything. Because, yeah, if you if you're forcing yourself to like walk upright and like I am a queen, do not lower your head but you're like walking through a place where like it would be much safer to lower your head a little bit and like it's like you're allowed to listen and, and shift it depending on the situation and where you're at like you don't always have to walk like a queen or a king if the situation almost doesn't call for it you know what i mean like it doesn't mean even in that event or wherever you're at you can't change it throughout the time but um yeah there's not like one set way to sit or stand or dance or whatever. So. I mean, in all fairness, when you were saying it, you were talking about when we were shooting those talking heads videos and you were kind of right, like the sitting up straight kind of looked better. So it wasn't like, it wasn't a terrible idea, <laughs> but it was just, I gave you my take on it. You know, I guess like 
my posture does what it wants to do. If I'm like, I'm not thinking about posture. I'm thinking about the purpose of what I'm doing. And there's like so many purposes that you can, you can, you know, you're, you're doing at once when you speak or whether you, you know, and so when my mind's focused on just, you know, completing a purpose, then it's not really focusing on posture. And then if I do decide I'm going to change the posture to how I want it, then it kind of changes up the whole vibe. I don't think I can deliver as well with the purpose. So that's like, that's why it came up. But yeah, in all fairness, it did look, it looked better. You were sitting up straight. It looked a lot better than me, all hunchy caveman style. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I see both ways, I think. Like, I, I know in comedy, I've had to learn while on stage, here's how you hold a mic or here's how, you know, it's, it's, I've done sets where I've had like aggressively my hands without <laughs> realizing it. Like, like I've had to learn to pay more attention to that, but not in a way where it's all I think about because then, yeah, you're not in the moment, you know? So I think there's a balance, but I think we're all on the same page of like listening to your body overall yeah and I think and it's like the the fact that that you said that there's I mean on one hand it's it's also it's part of it's part of making art right and being like you just said like being aware of how am I holding myself on stage and I you know like I think that's art is a place where we can intentionally like choose to have our bodies be in a certain way or ask our bodies to to do something because it is in service of the expression of the art. Um, and, and even if it's not, I think it makes sense that we internalize that thing too. Like I do it all the time. I mean, after however many years I was in like the classical ballet world, it's like, it's always like, if I catch myself, you know, uh, like yelling at my body <laughs> or being like, wow, you should do that better. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. I can chill. It's fine. Like, you know, it's just like, it's, I, you know, it's normal for that to come up because we internalize these things from the outside. No, that's why, that's why it made sense. It was because we are doing artwork. No, you know, no matter how uh, silly or ridiculous it may seem, but it is artwork when we're making videos. And so to, to consider that is not like out of the question. It's not, it's not any, I just, I was kind of hard on Kate when she said it, I guess. But it was, uh, I guess it was called for. I, I think it's like, it, it was funny. Like, I definitely felt like I touched a soft spot when I said it with him. But I was curious, you know, like, because it's, it's rare that CG is affected in that way. Like, you, ra- you know, he rarely takes offense to things. So when I felt when I made that statement and I felt that resistance, I was curious. And then what you said made sense to me. And like I said, brought me to, to bring it even to Jess in terms of like dance and posture. And, and there is still something to that in dance, you know, like even though Jess has broken away somewhat from the strict world, she still has rules. Like your body, Jess, do you know what I'm saying? Like you can still see she's a trained dancer with like, posture but it's not like to the point where it sucked the life force out of the dance you know it's so I think I think there is a balance and I'm glad you brought it up to me even though like even CG was very like 
you don't tell me how to <laughs> my posture. I was like, oh, snap. Um, but I, I think you were on to something. But there's, yeah, there, it's also good. Like if you got a TV show or if you're performing at a big show and the person's like, hey, before we film, don't forget to do this, this and this. Like, you know, they're going to say shit like that. So I think it's also OK to pay attention to it. But um, yeah. It brings, I'm like doing my different postures as I talk now. It, I know. I'm very aware of how I'm yeah, Me too. I'm extremely self-conscious <laughs> at this point. Yeah, now I don't know how to sit at all. Shifting around. Like, are they, are they looking at my posture right now? Or am I, because uh, they both look extremely elegant and I kind of look kind of caveman-ish. Yeah. And so. You don't though. <laughs> uh, maybe we just to dance. Maybe we're supposed to do a, a seated dance right now. <laughs> this is making me wish I could dance cool. No, you can't. Well, Jet, okay. So this will bring us to um, how, well, CG, what do you know about modern dance at all? Like, like I know the one dance I sent you, you didn't dance. like. I told Jet about it. <laughs> oh, Jet, so you told about it? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Don't. Wait, wait, wait. Let's. Okay, wait. There's two very juicy things here. On one, I just want to hear CG answer the question. What did you say? What's your take on modern dance? I would love to hear that. And then I would love to hear the reaction to Kate's video. So, All right, look, yeah. look. If, if, modern dance. I don't know if what Kate's video is, is modern dance. So I don't know, like, if I separate them or if I'm talking about just what I saw in that one video. Because otherwise, I don't know a damn thing about separate modern it. dance. Separate it. Because... It is in that category, but like for in my opinion, but modern dance, like if you look up a professional modern dancer, you might CG would probably be like, oh yeah, that's sick. Like, and here's here's the thing. So like modern, like I would say like your video and like the stuff that I do is more like postmodern because uh. <laughs> modern or like or contemporary, like modern dance. Like okay, now we're gonna get to like dance history thing, but. Modern dance was the rebellion from the like classical ballet world. There were certain dancers who were like, I don't want to point my foot. I don't want to stand up straight all the time. I don't want to follow these positions. But the thing with modern dance is then it was like, well, now we have a flexed foot and now the rules are, and then it became its own rules in itself. So there's like these different offshoots of modern dance, whether it's Martha Graham or Jose Limon or, um, uh, I mean, Isadora Duncan was kind of like one of like the um, first people to do that, um, or Catherine Dunham. But but Catherine Dunham went back to more like African roots. So it's like there's so there's all these offshoots, right? But then like modern dance kind of created its own rules and its own like now this is the way that we do it. And so personally, I don't really like modern dance. I mean, I appreciate it as an art form and I will watch it, but I don't want to take a modern dance class like. I never did actually, maybe when I was like 10 years old. So I like went straight from ballet to like free form movement. I did study some African dance and Haitian dance and like, and other things. So it's like, so even when you say modern dance, it's like, cause when, when I think of modern dance, my reaction to like, what, how do you think of modern dance? I would be like, oh, I don't know. Let me interpret it as a <laughs> modern dance. <laughs> you know, like that's what I think of when I think of modern dance, and I'm like, okay. So, I actually thought that looked pretty damn cool, but that I don't know. I don't know anything about it. 
<laughs> I just thought that looked awesome. Screw you, CG. He hated mine's not mine. The video I made then was not modern. It's postmodern. It was freeform. That's why I didn't understand. It was postmodern. <laughs> Screw you. Now CG. we figured it out. No. Okay. So here's the thing, though. Like CG clearly has never been to like a five rhythms or ecstatic dance or like daybreaker. You know what I'm saying? Like there are. I've been to like parties with rap music on. I've been to parties with rap music on and been in people's cars and we've been, you know, right. And there's good music on and that's the extent of the dance that I, that I got into. <laughs> but like, I can appreciate when I see something cool. <laughs> Like and freeform, and I just want to say on the record, since this is recorded, I'm not knocking modern dance either. Sometimes I like to poke fun at it, just like I like to poke fun at Zumba and other things. I appreciate it, and what I think, no matter what the dance form, it's like if the person is feeling it and has an intention with it, whatever that intention is. Like just now, I was like trying to be like, you know, I was trying to like make a little fun of it. It's like it doesn't like so. It's like whatever that intention is. That, that's what I like. That's what I want to see in someone's dance. It's like, are you feeling it? What are you expressing? What, you know, what's coming through you? And then whatever form that takes can also be cool. But like, you don't always have to define it. So I don't we, did we preface this with saying that, does the audience know Jess is like a professional dancer? I mean, say she's that? been on here before, but I guess we should always state it again. You know, Jess is a professional dancer slash comedian slash entrepreneur slash author. You can add anything else, Jess, but like she, one of them is, yes, she's a professional dancer and knows her shit. Um, and she's just incredible at dancing, too. She did... Um, her her YouTube video went viral of this. She did an OA. You probably don't know the show OA CG, but she did a flash dance from it. It's about like healing the world and leading with your heart and angel energy. And Jess learned the five move. It's five movements, right? Yeah. And um, she like first of all, she has tutorials on YouTube that have gotten a lot of views. But then she <laughs> did a flash mob at Trump Tower. Um, as a statement of like, bring more love in. And um, now, Jess, I want to ask you this. Uh, have you seen my Illmatic dance party by any chance? Have you seen, I was wondering if an amateur dancer such as myself could maybe learn the moves to the flash dance. If you were a confident enough teacher, <laughs> but I, I thought, you know, maybe you already saw our Illmatic dance party and saw that um, I do some pretty fly shit myself. <laughs> Is that is that the compilation thing that you guys did recently? Okay, yes, I love it. I, there's so much oh, potential. Good. So much potential. Yeah. Good. good. Okay. And, so you can you see okay. that that I can you know I move like an extremely tall gawky uh, white fellow, and then so I wanted to know if maybe a person like me could still achieve greatness, and do maybe a flash dance one day. I I believe. Because if I can, I'm there. Yes. I, I believe in you. I think everyone has potential, you know? Um, and again, she said it differently for everyone. You might not. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Kate, did, did you see the say she said the way she said it was everyone has potential. She didn't say like, yes, you looked pretty good. She said like, listen, no matter <laughs> how bad, 
everyone has a little bit of at least a little bit of potential. No, no, I'm just kidding, Jess. I, I, I wish we could show a clip right now. It would be it would be fun to like cut to the clip of the Illmatic dancing. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while, so it's not totally fresh in my mind. I yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I just didn't know. I just didn't know if you had if you had seen it and you know, just I wanted some advice from a professional dancer. Well, you know, you know what? So I was just um I guess starred in this show called The Knowledge Daddies. And it's a group of three dudes, comedian dudes, who every episode they learn, they try to do something on their own that they don't know how to do. And then they bring in an expert to show them how it's done. So there's a whole dance episode where I am literally teaching these three dudes who don't know how to dance, how to dance. Yes. Um, and what, and I could say for them, by the end of the episode, it's like, they performed their dance. Like they made this like choreograph, like I helped them like do the thing and like, and they did it. And it was like, would you put them on stage at Lincoln Center? Would they, would they want to go audition for a modern dance company? Absolutely not. Like they would never, they would never do that. Right. But like, but their unique expression in that and like just owning it and moving was it was brilliant and it was fun to watch. And you know what I'm saying? So like, that's what, when I say everyone has potential, it's like, whatever your thing is going to be, it doesn't have to be good dancing in the <laughs> way you might see in music videos or at a party or whatever, but it's like, but it's like your dancing. I like it. I got to watch that. Yeah. It's well, CG, you, you do know how to move. So I feel like if we did like a real session with Jess, I feel like she could get both of us to an incredible level because I've- an Incredible I, level. Because I, I do know how to dance. I'm not a dancer like Jess, but like I'm a dancer like me, you know, like, you know what I mean? And, and I try to keep up with her when we do it together you know what i mean and like i feel like with my heart and your heart if you're really down i feel like she could get us to do phenomenal dance. you think that i can be great if my heart is really down i'm dude i'm i think it is i think it is if that's all it's gonna take i think i can i can bring that much excellent see if you start doing choreographed TikTok man dances, I would be thrilled. Guess what? That's the next thing coming out. Do yes. Start a TikTok. He he's on TikTok, but we're doing all of our, you know, regular comedy vlogs and sketches. Oh, but start I, I, dance. He needs to start learning. You need to learn at least one of the TikTok dances. <laughs> oh, there's like there's like particular ones yeah. that you do? Yeah. There's all these trends that get started. So like someone will choreograph and they're only like 15 seconds long, but someone does some sort of dance and then it catches on and then everyone's doing that dance. Mm. So it's like, there's these like, I, I can't really, I haven't been keeping up with the dance trends on TikTok. I have to admit. Exhausting. But not on top of TikTok. <laughs> it is I will try. I will try that. I will try that. I would love to see. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, and I don't think, Jess, did you see Wild Wild Country or you just knew it was about Osho? I, I heard about it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. 
So, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much. You know, it's definitely, we're all very aware that cult-like mentality can easily start anywhere, really. Like, I saw an article today about stores having a quality of it. And then I've heard about, like, the owner, dude. Um, Like, there are so many things that can go wrong very quickly (laughs) when you have a power structure like that. But what I... One of the things I found so interesting about this Osho documentary, because I've seen Osho books everywhere. Like, I just thought he was still this, like, very respected guru. And then you see this documentary of how, like, he tried to start a for real cult in Oregon. And, like, the residents of this town was like, what the fuck? Like, they were like, who the And to me, one of the craziest parts was, first of all, his followers all wore this, like, maroon like they all wearing this maroon color, which is like a random color to choose. And they would all walk through the towns of it. But the other thing I found really fascinating is like Osho himself, like in any of the pictures, he would do this stare. Like it was like this, like, like I'll try to do it to you guys, but it's just like, it. it's like he's trying to stare right into your soul. It's like he's trying to show depth and wisdom, and but it's like creepy. It's like anyone who stares you down like that, it's like, that's not, and I'm not saying I've never had that look on me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure I've at times been looking at people like, <gasps> but um, yeah, it just kind of freaked me out that in a lot of these pictures of him, they would show his like eyes were jumping out of his face. Um, yeah. But I don't really know what I wanted to say <laughs> too much about the Osho thing, <laughs> other than it was just like. Uh, now, you're saying he wanted to to start a cult, right? So, like, what does that mean? Like, what does he want the people to do? Well, they bought acres and acres, um, and they were starting, they were, like, building a new community, which I'm about us finding new ways of living that are more to the earth and community based. So that's what they were talking about then. So I understand like that part of it. And they actually, like they were two, three years in, like they had actually built beautiful infrastructure and houses. What took it down was kind of like the government and stuff. But um, yeah, he like actually was starting a brand new community and he like wanted to take over the government there, like openly, like they felt that there needed to be a new way. And they were like, let's go in and start our own community here and like affect our laws, but like towards love, like that, you know, and harmony. But then um, the residents that were there were like, get these freaks out of our town. You know what I mean? I like, like how you keep giving the Oregon people Southern accents. It's all I know how to do. Like for It's like the highest head. North that you can go almost. <laughs> but, but I like that. I do like that. Your twist on it. I like your twist on it. I don't know an Oregon accent, but they kind of like, were like that. I they were not in New York. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Oregon accent is just like, is just like nothing. Like you don't know where they're from because there's no accent at all. It's like the most neutral, maybe, I, I don't, I, you know, oh. I every see. other place, pretty much every other region has a kind of an accent that you know where they're from. You don't know if somebody's from Oregon. So it might be the most natural American accent there is. Wait, Kate, how do you say that state? Oregon. You do. And you're but from New Jersey. 
I say Oregon, but I'm from New Jersey. I'm from North New Jersey, so I don't know if that's why. <laughs> like you'll know I, where I, I like Oregon. It makes it sound Oregon. like <laughs> it sound like a nice, a classy place, like a powerful place almost. Oregon. 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 We're visiting Oregon. Oregon. I like it a lot. Do, do you guys know that song where you, that helps you learn all the names of the states? Did you ever do this in school? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, and more. I can keep going if you want. But there's a whole song. And I think when it gets to Oregon, I can't remember, but I feel like there's something in the song that helps promote that way of saying it. Like, like it rhymes it rhymes with Oregon, but it doesn't rhyme with Oregon? Like, okay, wait, hold on. You can go through the yeah. whole song oh, wait, if you want. I, I, can, I can fast forward. New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont. Oh, wait, I skipped a whole thing. <laughs> Oh. New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio. Oh, wait. Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania. Oh, it's just like Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. <laughs> Yo, listen, like you said that that was a song that helps you memorize the states, but I don't know how because it doesn't rhyme with any anything there's no melody to the song at all it's you just said you just I'm said every state singer. i'm a terrible singer oh, oh it does have a tune i it, i think so but oh, I'm, I'm, now. My you I'm trying my best to sing it <laughs> i'm such a jerk i i thought it was a rap I thought no. it was a rap song. I'm sorry. No, it's like it was a song. There was no. I'm all, I'm kidding. Like I am a terrible singer, but I've like no. That that's the song. Like it's just like you're just like saying the words, but there's like a certain way that you say them in a row. This is I don't know. Oh, there's like a rhythm to it. There's definitely a rhythm to it. Yeah. But I feel like that was just as hard as just memorizing exactly how the word uh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> in order. I'm looking it up. Like that, I was extremely impressed by that. It's crazy what you can teach like a five-year-old or a six-year-old. I could never learn that song in a million years now, but I was smart as a whip when I was seven. It's crazy. And what's crazier is that I remember it now. Like that stuck in my head from, and maybe, as a, maybe I was probably, I don't know, nine or 10 or, you know, that like younger middle school age. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, hold on, guys. Or or a gun. Or a gun? I think it was, there was something. I'm wrong. The way that I'm saying it is wrong. I, no, listen, I like the way you're saying it. Yeah, no, I don't think you are. I think it says here, it's like, Oregon, Oregon. Like the way, look at that. It's like, it's A-W-R-U-H-G-N. Oh, so that they, they took out the vowel altogether. It's just organ. Yeah. I mean, what website was that from? Because that was the creepiest voice I ever heard. And I'm not sure that website is accurate. Hold on, I'm gonna do another website. <laughs> I love who are these people that are doing these enunciation videos though? Like they probably got into fights with people and then just made their own. <laughs> yeah, you never know if they're right. 
Like, did you go to did you go to college for that? I don't think so. I don't think there's a major for that. States. How do you go about pronouncing it? Oregon. You do want to stress on the first syllable, the R syllable. Oregon. Oregon. Here. Dude, that's that's a Mandarin guy teaching people who speak Mandarin how to speak English. That's the wrong website. We need American teaching American people how to teach. Speaking. That's what I'm saying. It's like I had the huskiest accent I ever heard. Oregon. Oregon. It's not Oregon, and it's not Oregon. It's like in the middle of it. It's like Oregon. Oregon. If you listen to that Japanese teacher, but I'm not sure that he completely knows either. If we're three American kids who can't figure it out ourselves, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I'm I'm googling it. I'm saying how to say. Oh no, how to how to say Oregon with a New York accent, but nothing's really coming up. We should all put out videos titled How to Pronounce Oregon, Oregon or, and all differently. There's like quite a few videos about this. It's, it's, it's a little... It must be an argument. It must be like, uh, there must be tons of people. None of us really know how to pronounce it. That's really funny. Just knew there was an argument going on about it, I think. We just got pulled into it. Oh, that's right. We didn't know at all. So no. You and I were like, Oregon. You and I, that's right. CJ and I were like, Oregon, like, and then Jess was like, Oregon. Jess knows there's this whole subculture arguing about this. And yeah. we, she kind of is teaching our audience that, you know, people just don't know. Like, yeah. you just don't know, okay? I mean, we could also talk about the word, I will say it, orange. That's or how I say orange. it. Orange. You say orange? Oh. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, what? Because what do I other people there say? There was as much judgment behind that O as it looked like. <laughs> she was like, oh. I was surprised. <laughs> One of those. Nobody's saying it the way I say it, right? Wait, what are you saying? Yeah, I say it exactly that way. I, I, actually, I actually don't know any other way to say it besides what you I said. I so. say orange. I used to say orange, and then I went to different places where they were like, orange, it's orange. So then I started saying orange, and then other people were like, it's orange. And I'm like, oh my God. No, you're a real creep if you say orange. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I almost, like, that tells me a lot about you. Like, if I hear, if I'm, like, over here in conversation and you say that, I'm like, oh. Screw you. I said you orange growing up. So what do you say now? You've changed? Orange, orange. I, I think I just, I, I think I change depending on who I'm with. Yeah, because like if I knew you during that period, I just wouldn't would have steered clear of you just for until you until you changed it. But now I'm I'm very accepting when people will change. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Honestly, when Jess said it, I, I didn't know what the other way you say it. And then when you said it, I was like, oh, those those people. <laughs> orange. Oh. Well, yeah. hey, I, I love you even if you say orange. So I accept you. For the record, everyone, it starts it's, with an O. Okay, it starts with an O, not an A. It's I would say or and or and or but right. So like right, right. Sense. However, <laughs> I blame it on being from New Jersey. I don't know what your excuse is, CG. 
Mine, I don't. I'm from oh. close to New Jersey. Okay. Is that fair? Acceptable. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> but my New Jersey accent will come out more when I'm with my family and with people from New Jersey or New York. So it's interesting. Like, I think sometimes I adapt what I'm saying to be less of that accent when I'm with people who speak normally. <laughs> but give me some time in New Jersey and I will... It just, I don't know, it just comes out. So I hear you, Kate. I'm just like, what, you know, like depending on the context, oh my God, this ties back to talking about posture and our bodies, right? Like depending on, depending on the scenario that we're in and who we're around, our voice might change in the way we talk. Mine completely does. I actually think of that as like, like linguistics. Like it's almost like there's so many different versions of American, you know, of English being spoken in America to me. And then I try to know all of them. I try to know. And then, yeah, with the people that I'm around, I want them to feel comfortable with me. And so I tailor it to the people that I'm around. Like, I, I want to speak their language while, while I'm with them, while I'm, you know, in their, in their territory. And then I feel like then if you really, yeah, if you look at it closely, it's so different how people, how people speak. Just like, you know. I can think of 10 people I know and they all have, you know, little different cadences and stuff like that. Some very different. And then when I'm with them, I tailor it. And then it's funny because if there's a group of them, then you have to kind of analyze the whole group and, and it, and you like kind of automatically do that or your brain can automatically do that. But I think, yeah, to me, it's almost like, like linguistics. Like, I don't know, I don't know any different language, but like, I feel like I'm good at talking to a lot of different kinds of people because yeah, I, I, I do that too. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's so annoying when you're having a conversation and the person just keeps being like oranges or like water or like whatever you say that you didn't know you were saying quote unquote wrong. Um, I, I just, like, and sometimes I guess you do need to stop someone if they're saying, if they're butchering a word so incredibly, then, then yeah. Cause I know I can do that sometimes or, or like fuck up a phrase. But if you're just someone who's always stopping someone cause of how they're like pronouncing a word, it's like, who cares? I, I'll always say that to CG. I'm like, you knew what I was trying to say. Like, <laughs> no, no. I only do that if you like change the whole letters in the word. Like, it's just a different word completely. And I'm like, well, that's not the word. I, I won't do that about pronunciation. I'm not down. I'll just do it if it's like, that's not a real word. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sometimes I'll make up a word, but I don't even know I'm making it up. Like, I genuinely have accidentally combined two words that kind of mean the same thing, but made a whole new word. But I still feel like, you know, very in tune people would know what... She's what like, generifically... There's plenty of people who talk like this. And then I'll stop. I'll say, hold up, wait, what? What was the word? And then, you know, it's only when that happens. But I feel like what you're doing is kind of impressive. You're making up a whole new word to the language. And so I can't hate on it completely. Yeah, because sometimes the English, the English language is just limiting. Right? Yeah. So you got you to gotta morph some things together. But also sometimes I'm just being a dumbass. So that's okay too. And it's okay to express yourself however you need to, you know? I mean, I think some of that, 
it's funny because that like the correcting of the language feels like the correcting of the posture it's just a different way of doing that you know where it's like we've we've went to school most of us and have internalized like oh this is the right way to say things and then it's like all of a sudden i'm being your teacher when i didn't even realize it because it's just like oh yeah this is how we say it and so even if like you're not intending for it to come out that way like i think it's you know it's it's easy to have that dynamic um with ourselves too yeah, and I just yeah, think I think it's the same exact thing, actually. Yeah, and it's funny to come at it with attitude in any way. Like, I know uh, around here we say hoagies, and then, like, New Jersey, New York is more like a sub, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, I remember some people being like, hoagies. <laughs> like, it's the most ridiculous. And it's like, it's not that funny. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I call it a hoagie. And I guess hoagie is a funny word. But it's like, when people, like, try to make you feel stupid two in it it's like never okay because that can also come with like class stuff you know just like dialect once again so like when you start being like exactly or like orange or like whatever it's like, like well, oh, did, yeah sorry sorry it's like there's no real i mean maybe there is like a real right or wrong because it's language but there's also not because in different communities it's just how people say things so how can it be wrong when like that's the interpretation of that word in that particular area you know it's like okay so you're right if you're saying hoagie in philly but you're wrong if you're saying hoagie in new jersey it's like that's too it, that doesn't even make sense it's like yeah. yeah so i just don't get hung up on it and when someone says a word i don't know i'm just more interested like you know uh jess in Philly, they say the word John a lot. I'm going to not say it cool. Can you say it cool, Siege? Like, oh, that's my John. That I can't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no. Uh, say it, because I, I feel like I butcher it. It's like the word John, Jess. It's J-A-W-N. It's like, oh, that's my John. It's my John. It <laughs> means anything. It means literally anything. Like, can you grab me that, John? Um. It's a slang term to say any any random thing ever. Mm -hmm. Oh, that jumped my face. Yeah, something like that. So, do you, you haven't heard that? I haven't heard that. I didn't even realize that was a Philly thing. I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and I think there's like there's the. I always think of those things with orange, orange as like a like a like a like a playful fight of like, I'm proud that I'm from New Jersey. This is how I say it. I'm going to make fun of you if you say it that way or like whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. Like I, I think of it in that way. And in certain cases, depending on if it's like, you know, especially like grammar correction or stuff, it can be classist, elitist, like, you know, oh, this is how you say it right. And what's right, depending on the context you grew up in or what, you know what I mean? And I don't know, we can, we can, we can really go there too and talk about like appropriating uh, words from black culture and language and think, you know what I mean? Like things like that. Like it, it, I think it's like very, very nuanced when it comes to, to language. Yeah, and just what, what feels right. Yeah, because like you also can't, like some people can get away with having more of a more slang, whatever that slang is, right? It could be a Southern slang. It could be more of an urban slang. Like, and some people can just own it and not get made fun of because 
they're so cool or or like intimidating in a good way that no one would ever even fuck with their language, you know? And then there's some people that like are doing a dialect that like isn't fitting them and they're gonna get <laughs> made fun of a lot. Like, yo, bro, where are you from? Why are you talking like that? Or trying to like force yeah. that. Yeah, if it's forced, exactly. I've definitely had people, you know, if I'm using a certain word or like, they'll be like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like homies. I love saying my homies. <laughs> Some people are like, why do you say that word? You know, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Watched Clueless in the 90s. Yeah, like I'm not saying it's like that word, but <laughs> yeah, rolling <laughs> with the homies. <laughs> like my favorite scene. Um, exactly. Like, so, I mean, it's definitely a good movie. I know I'm going to have a lot of uh, backlash from listeners who think that uh, I shouldn't like that movie, but uh, it's awesome. No, Clueless is awesome. Legally Blonde is on Netflix. And another great movie. Um, okay, so I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to talk about this quote that I, I believe, Jess, you just posted this, unless I butchered the quote, but... Don't let the tamed ones tell you how to live. Oh, um, something like that. Similar. I think the one I posted was Isadora Duncan, actually, one of the mothers of modern dance. Um, oh. You were you were wild once. Don't let them tame you. Yeah, sorry. So I messed it up. <laughs> I saw it, and then like an hour later, I was like, I want to discuss that quote and rewrote it. Not I, at all. I like it a lot. <laughs> That's great. I made it. Yeah. I'm going to release that as a Kate Wolf. Don't let the tamed one. No. Okay. So, yes. But it's the and same. It's, and then it has to say Kate Wolf afterwards. Two dashes, Kate Wolf. Even though you just changed somebody's thing by one word. Good. Yeah. Let's do, we should definitely start doing that. Putting it up on the web. Wait, what is it? Don't, don't let the tamed one. <laughs> you say it again. Do that. Yeah. I'll say how I said it, and then you say the actual quote. I wrote, don't let the tamed ones tell you how to live. But I put quotes, like I nailed it from Jess's post. Nice. I was like, nailed it. <laughs> nice. You were, you were wild once, don't let them tame you. That is, you You took it way down the rabbit hole, Kate. Yeah, that's like, that's like, how long did you wait between, an hour? It's close, you got the idea. You got, you kind of got the idea of it. I knew Jess would, I knew if I'd gotten it wrong, Jess would clear it all up. But I just like that concept of, you know, yeah. we're always in our heads of what we should be and how we should live. And um, I just liked that reminder of like, don't <laughs> let those who are in their own constraints make you feel guilty for being on whatever path you're meant to be on. So I just loved that reminder in that post, even though I butchered <laughs> Quote. Well, it's very much in theme with, I think, what's been just naturally coming through this conversation, right? Because, like, you were wild once, don't let them tame you. If someone comments on your posture or the way that you said a word, <laughs> don't don't let that get to you. Like, be your wild self, be original, be whatever. Or, like, you know, in the dance context, which the Isadora Duncan was a dancer who wrote that <laughs> or said it, um, you know, that, yeah, it speaks to, like, all of the structures and the rules and the techniques that we learn in dance, but this is also a metaphor for life, I think. It's, like, 
don't forget that you are a wild, creative, free being, and you don't have to be tamed. Exactly. Yeah, that's dope. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then the last topic for today is unrelated, but maybe it'll be tied into everything else we were saying. I saw that New York City, and first of all, when I say I saw, like, who knows what's real news, fake news, but it looked pretty real that New York City has these robot police dogs, um, like those really scary looking things. Um, yeah, so someone someone had posted it, and, and yeah, like one of my biggest, I, I have two gripes with it. I have more than that, but like we'll talk about my two biggest ones. Is like, first of all, we've seen all the movies. We know how that ends. Like, do we really need to, like, they're the scariest. Why? Why? Like, what are we doing? No. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> second of all, I'm offended by the funding. Like, I'm like, why? how much money was that? You know, and like, there's a real problem in Manhattan with like homelessness and all sorts of things that it's like, why? Why is that? important that's terrifying we don't need those we already have an issue of police brutality going on and now you're making robot dogs like if a police officer can't even tell the difference between a gun and a taser how the fuck is a robot dog gonna not make a mistake and they're made well, of steel I don't, think they give, I don't think they give a gun and a taser to the robot dog so that's we got that covered at least but continue I, but what's their purpose i haven't i haven't read about this so i don't I'm going into I this. I think it's just time. to maul you if you're if you're out of control. I think, and so I'm okay. I'm okay with it. See, <laughs> you know, if you're out of control and the robot dog mauls you, I'm just like, yo, dude, you can't piss off the robot dog. Everybody knows that. You know, ten years from now, that's what we'll all be saying. Everybody knows you can't do that around the robot dogs. Wait, is this a real thing? Did you make this up? No. <laughs> I saw it on uh, Twitter and people were commenting here. I'm going to go to it. And, and I was alarmed. Um, let's mm. see. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. Here, I'll show you guys the video right now. Sorry for those of you who can't see right now, but I'm showing Jess and CG. Look at that. It's this. I've never seen nothing like this before in my life. <laughs> Do you see this? And they're saying it's Manhattan. Yeah, look. Like, no. That's... Why? I don't know that this, like, little YouTube video you watch means, like, they're all over the place or something. That might have just been, like, one... 8.7 million views. And... And... Um... No one's saying it's fake on Twitter. Like people are just saying, um, alt everyone's talking about priorities. Like someone was like, bruh, people don't have homes and they throw in public money away. So I'm not going to get mauled by the robot dog one day. I can, I can sense it. I don't know. So, um, yeah, no, those, things, those things look legit. I am more, that more made me happy to see such a legitimate robot just out in the community. That's all I was seeing. Just like, wow, technology. I want a robot dog. You know, that's basically what I was seeing. The police, you know, that's, that's politics. I don't get into that stuff, but I want one of them. I mean, I wonder if they have like a little emotion AI 
like so that you can be friends with them and like you have a pet one that would be dope like you kind of get to know them and they sleep at the foot of your bed and they have a name and then maybe not yet i don't know but you're not a fan you're not a fan kate you're terrifying jess what do you think (laughs) yeah it's pretty terrifying seeing it like trot down the street like that and like turn its head and just kind of mimic what a normal dog would do. And yeah. It looked so strong too. Yeah. It looked really strong and really good posture. It did. No, I know. And thank God there are women like me and Jess out here to (laughs) Say when we're freaked out about robot dogs, because if it were just up to you, CG, we have crazy robot dogs running this whole this whole place. I don't want crazy robot dogs. Like I feel like they have pretty good programming, probably, and like they're pretty logical for the most part, unless there's a glitch, you know. But um, I don't know, like how exactly it works. Like, is there just a sickum button? You just press the, press the sickum button, and then it just goes, or does it like? I don't know. This this requires a lot more research. I have no idea. This is like, wow. Jess brought up a good point. That's also one of um, Invasion of Privacy's biggest flaws is the lack of research. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at this one terrifying Twitter clip and I'm like, let's discuss this. And I have no idea if they have weapons on hand how long they've been around. Um, so I apologize, but all I'd like to say is they scared me. I rather speculate. I think the speculation is interesting. <laughs> so, you know, do they have knives for nails or do they have like, you know, like how are they equipped exactly? Do they latch onto you a certain way? Oh, oh. Like bear hug way. And then they got to like, they press a little button to get it off of you. And like, it just falls off. That me ve- to me, it's very interesting to speculate. Yeah, no. I don't it, like real information. Yeah. Real information always rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I love that about just, I love just talking about random things too. It doesn't have to be research. But this I want to research because I'm just like, what? Like, if I'm going to start seeing that thing on the street, like, I need to know what love. <laughs> wow. Maybe this is just uh, the universe's way of getting Jess. Pennsylvania is as if Manhattan and Brooklyn start getting taken over by those robot dogs you'll be like I need to get out of here like well what's a real dogs yes and maybe maybe that would happen but like what would a real dog think about that like Lucy would freak out if she saw that thing on the street do they think about other dogs never mind that's like cruelty to animals via a robot that is supposed to look like oh god that's weird i never thought about that oh there are gonna be some dog fights oh my goodness can you imagine someone's dog dying because it got into a fight with robot dog and robot dog shanked a real dog because if it shanked the wrong if it shanked the wrong dog that that dog owner had any kind of say yeah be careful. No, I think you're fine, but listen. As long as it just has a sickum button and the and the police officers in charge, I think it's all good. Well, there's got to be like a detonate button too, right? Where it's like stop, and then the robot just like. Oh yeah, yeah, but the movies never go well with that. Eventually, you hit the the chill button, 
and the robot is like and then his eyes turn red universal soldier where they stop listening at some point look she's taking my emotional support animal right now <laughs> that is the cutest dog in the world i know she's she's the best this is easy we gotta protect Lucy from the robot. We gotta dog protect dog. Lucy. <laughs> well, like, can the robot dog really hurt you? Because this is what I want to know. Like, you know, what what kind of moves is programmed into it? Like, is it just a jump on you and now, like, you fell down and now the cops can get you because you were running, and then it's just faster than the cops, and so it can get there and jump on your back and you go down. If it's maybe it's safer than guns so fine i'd be willing to be freaked out if they would replace guns with robo dogs okay or maybe you can fight the robo dog off like like maybe if you know like what it can do it jumps <laughs> in the air and then you can like fling it because it's not a real dog it doesn't have reflexes like that so like if it just does this robot dog thing jumps at you and you could just fling it away i think it would be pretty i want to see the videos on these anyone things. listening is friends with the <laughs> NYC police. <laughs> we need more information on these robot dogs. The three of us are willing to go and meet these robot dogs with video cameras. We will go with video cameras. <laughs> Wait, what are you volunteering us for? Yeah, you definitely signed me and Jess up before ever asking. This just came up. This just came up two minutes ago. So you definitely just signed us up with no with zero consent. Zero percent. We are here to bring in a new <laughs> way of living, right? So we have to go and and be the warriors that see if these robot dogs are truly safe with cameras, you know. So you guys don't have to come with me, but if anyone has an in, so we can meet a robot dog and see how dangerous this could be a great way to assassinate me if anyone wants to assassinate you me. You know it's funny like, though, Kate. Dog and it just shanks me real quick and then I'm dead. Dude, who who told you it shanks people? Who told you they, the, the robot dog has a shank? And he just he stabs people. Because if you're a robot dog on those weird robot legs, it just makes sense to be able to lift something, have a blade come out, and just be like, like well, almost so like now you like you think the manufactured police robot dogs have a stabbing mechanism. They <laughs> should. <laughs> They, Kate, you know what I think is funny? I think actually without me and Jess, you would never go by yourself. So I know you're saying that you would. <laughs> I know you're saying like sign me up, but I think that once me and her just dropped out, I think that made it a no-go for everyone. <laughs> I would never go there. <laughs> I would never come back. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going. I'm going. I want one. I want to be trained to use one. All that. Jess has to think about it. If somehow, if somehow someone's like, we have a way to get you to meet robot dogs. I feel like Jess is in a definite in. I, I'll bring cameras. CG and I can go. You can think about it, Jess. Okay. But I bet Jess will oh. figure out a humanitarian way to do it. A good person way and what you would do to make it a humanitarian mission. I just be going for research purposes. I'm going to overlook humanity and make sure robots aren't taking over. Okay. So. And I, how, are you, how are you going to stop it or help at all? In any I, way? 
I'm going as like, which one's the woman, Agent Mulder or Scully? <laughs> Scully is the woman. I'm going as like a Scully, as like an FBI undercover agent and being like. Zero credentials. Exactly. Zero exactly. reason to be let in or see anything. Whatever. I'm just trying to see what's going on on, on Earth. And, okay. and, any, and Jess knows. Jess is probably researching it right now. Jess, Jess doesn't want Lucy, you know, hurt with these robot dogs around. So I never thought about that. We've just got to, you know, make sure we know what's going on on this planet. You can just go for, like, research, CG. Jess research. has decided. And no one's really invited us. So. <laughs> well, you were trying to get the invite. So, like, we might, it might happen. We'll see. Might yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Jess, where can people find you and what's going on for May, if anything? <laughs> no, but there is something, but how do you you know share what's going on with you yeah. and where people can find you? Um, well, Instagram at Jess Griffo, J-E-S-S-G-R-I-P-P-O. Um, the link in my bio has all the links to the things. If you guys, if anybody wants to connect, um, I have uh, a weekly mailing list. Um, that's not annoying. At least people tell me it's not. So that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> just about like just creative, creative inspiration type of things. And I am going to do dance a day in the month of May. It's been this annual challenge that I posted. This is the seventh year. And I was on the fence about it. And I like publicly stated that I was like, you guys, I don't know. It feels like stale this year. And I had a tarot reading with Kate yesterday because I was like, help. I need, I need some guidance. What am I supposed to do? And, um, and the tarot reading was amazing. And if anyone has not done a reading and a Kabbalistic healing with Kate, I highly recommend you do one. So she's extremely gifted and, um, yeah, and so after the reading, and I just kind of um, I had a conversation with my friend Taryn today, who I've been connecting with for the last year, actually, since the last Dance a Day in May. And I realized that I think community is kind of the antidote right now to a lot. And part of my resistance to doing it was feeling like I'm doing it all alone. And I do so much of this stuff on my own. And it's just, you know, it can be a lonely path to do your own thing and put your stuff out there and uh, try to make it all work. So I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it collaboratively and I'm going to have support as I do it. And I'm going to allow it to be whatever it needs to be. So all that to say, that was way too much information for the question that you asked me. However, um, dance a day in May is a really fun, creative dance challenge every day. And CG, this could be a great way to break into your dance calling. You get a prompt that is just a word or a phrase, very open-ended, but it just gives you a theme and something to creatively play with. It's like, well, like unboxed was day one last year. And so it was like, maybe you just dance in boxes and you let yourself out, or maybe you literally get inside a box or you like, you know, play with a box of the Zoom screen or yeah, or find a song that has the word box in it. Um, but, uh, and then people share their videos on Instagram and it's so fun. And I'm like reposting like all these dance videos every day of just different and just to see different people's creativity come out is really cool. So it's a very like, it's not about being a good dancer. It's not about learning moves every day. It's just more about being yourself and sharing it. And I am reinvigorated about it. I'm no longer 
a uh, grump that wants to cancel everything this year. So there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. So now we're going to watch CG do an interpretive dance of Unboxed. No, <laughs> let's close it out that way. I wish. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't think CG would want to dance. Jess and I would do a dance of it, but would you be willing to dance, CG? <laughs> like, like at a venue? Like, are there people to watch? No, I mean, like, oh. right now. Like, <laughs> no. Oh, right now, right. would you be willing to dance? Yeah, but we can even wait. We can stop recording and then, like, we could all do a dance prompt or do a separate recording. I don't know. We don't have to. But, like, I, I would love... Jess does these... Uh, I don't know if you've been doing these recently, but different dances of, like, cheeses where... Uh, and, like, sometimes someone would be calling out, right? Like, sometimes people would give you one. Sometimes you would already have the dance to one. But, like, um, this is audio, so it doesn't make sense to to necessarily do it right now, but I would love for you to see how Jess kind of does those things, but I don't know. Anyway, maybe you should do the dance a day in May. I don't know, CG, but where can they find you? First of all, I have a weekly newsletter as well, but unlike Jess, <laughs> it is highly invasive and aggressive. And um, so, but, but anyway, no, I don't have one of those. Uh, CG Erickson, on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff. Okay. And um, for me, the Kate Wolf on Instagram, Kate Fanchon Wolf on TikTok. And thank you all so much for listening. And thank you guys for being here with me. Thanks, Jess. <laughs>